Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Lana McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, are you enjoying your bye week? It's it's so much more enjoyable. Uh, I, and, you know, that's the thing. I, I've, I've kind of talked a little bit on Twitter. I've had some crazy stuff going on the last 24 hours. My parents' house were the, was one of the houses that got hit by that tornado. Uh, and yeah. dealing with that, and everyone's safe, everyone's fine, but it's just dealing with headaches. There's lots of different stuff going on in my life, and, and, and every once in a while, my mind kind of drifts to, to, to these sacred numbers. Thirty-seven ten, and yeah, those are good numbers. And remember, and it's 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 like the opposite of what, what was it uh, twenty twenty-eight to three for for uh, Falcons fans. Um, yeah. it's, it's like yep. it's this magical number that kind of whisked me away to a happy place, a, a, a silver and blue <laughs> happy place. So yes, actually, I am very much enjoying the bye week. Uh, I, I'm excited to kind of take it's a grind doing this every day and 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 you know what i'm oh, saying yeah, like following sure. up so to, to kind of take a breath even for us is 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 nice you're saying it's a it's a grind to have a take on everything every <laughs> single day i, I disagree that's easy it's well so not all of us are uh you know hannes <laughs> wagner level naturals at the at the at the job so uh uh, well, the good thing is for 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 me is the uh, the Lakers came back last night, so I was able to watch a little bit of basketball and take my mind off of football. Mm. Uh, and I kind of wish I didn't do that. But uh, we're gonna go ahead today and we're <laughs> gonna talk a little bit about some of the the notes that we've made watching the All Twenty Two, not just from this week against the Eagles, which I mean, we're gonna obviously talk a little bit about that game, but through the first seven weeks of the season, some of the changes that we've seen. You know, from a Scott Linehan offense to a Kellen Moore offense to this version of the Chris Richard, Rod Marinelli defense. Uh, and I want to start with the offense. I, I want to start with Prescott because I really feel like this is a big story that not a lot of people are talking about. Uh, I think Prescott is playing at an unbelievable level. Uh, if you look at some of the metrics that he has right now, he's number one in accuracy according to no checkdowns. He's number one in air yards. Uh, he's number one in pro football focuses rankings. Uh, he's number one in QBR. All of these metrics are showing that Prescott is the best quarterback in the league right now. And I don't think we're really fully appreciating that. So let's start there. What have you seen from Dak Prescott on film uh, that has surprised you so far? That he's the best quarterback in football right now. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, that's, that I mean, surprising. you know, it's, it's nuts. Like, I, I, even I coming out of training camp was doing my best to kind of temper expectations on myself because I saw a lot of really great stuff in training camp, you know? And I, and I, and I think we, we convey that. I think a lot of people convey that, that Dak looks different, you know, Dak looks good. Uh, I, I think everyone kind of went into that whole situation. The, the, the people that are the, uh, you know, the examiners, the, 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 the amateur scouts, whatever, uh, expecting to have Twitter. to temper expectations because there was, t you know, talk about Dak would be different. Dak would look different. And then the reality is, well, maybe he's not, you know, probably he obviously hasn't changed that much, but blah, blah, blah. Dak has changed that much. Like, I mean, I agree. Yes. Dak I agree. looks this, that different. I mean, and, and that's the thing is that I think with the reason it's not as talked about is because obviously for the, the team results have not been great the last three weeks. 
so I think a lot of people get, it gave people license to kind of uh, uh, dismiss Dak to a certain degree. Um, but I mean, we're now in week seven, and and Dak is like you mentioned, far and away the leader in a lot of these you know kind of specific metrics that show QB proficiency. Um, and even even through the three game losing streak, you know, for most of that, Dak was not the problem, you know, no. and and if anything, Dak was working hard against uh, uh, the a very difficult situation of of missing key, very key players to the offense. So, uh, and and maybe at times some bad play play calling. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I tend to think that the NFL fandom in general is a year late on a lot of of trends and stuff. You know, I I, agree. I, I yes. think that people aren't quite realizing what's what Dak is doing down here. Um, I mean, I mean, even though he's on national television, it's it's easy to I think for for people, especially Dak haters, to dismiss him because it, it because you know, like I said, the, the, they they've lost a couple games in a row. But I I think if you look at the, the numbers you look at the results of of what he's done him specifically on the field and especially if you look at at them compared to wh- where he was last year or th- the year before that it's hard to argue that Dak is playing at any tier below the absolute top tier of the NFL right now yeah there, you made a lot of great points there I, I want to start back to where we were at last year because uh, or actually over the offseason, there was a lot of people saying uh, the Cowboys shouldn't pay Dak Prescott this and this. He's not Tom Brady. He's, he's not Russell Wilson. His stats aren't comparable. Uh, and the, the one argument that always bothered me was people always saying, we know what he is. He's a bus driver quarterback. He's a quarterback that's always going to have a passer rating in the mid-90s. He's never going to be better than that. My argument was, why do we expect the 2018 version to be the best that we'll ever see of Prescott? Uh, we've seen over the course of history with these quarterbacks is they make a pretty significant jump from years four to seven. It, it happened with Matt Ryan. It happened with Drew Brees. It even happened with Brady and Peyton Manning. So why aren't we allowing the chance that, to, for Dak to basically improve off of what we saw in the first three years? And, and I think it's pretty clear that he is a significantly better passer uh, than what we saw in 2016, 2017, and, and 2018. Uh, the numbers that I just gave you, those are passing-only stats. Those don't account for his rushing ability all at all, which makes him one of the most dangerous quarterbacks in the league. Um, it, it, it's just it's so impressive how, uh, how well he has played. And actually, he's had some bad luck on a couple of these passes, too. He has seven interceptions this year. Uh, that's like in the top five of the most interceptions this year. Uh, but I, I posted a video not too long ago of all of his interceptions. What, you can say four of them are the receiver's fault that they bounced off their hands. Uh, there's been a couple where obviously he's taken some chances that he shouldn't have taken. Uh, but you know, I'm buying all the stock of Prescott right now because I just think he's he's quickly ascending to one of the best passers this league has ever seen, uh, uh, not ever seen that that we have right now. Um, Lane, I want to ask maybe, you. Maybe, maybe as we've ever seen. I mean, look at the way he maybe. keeps that's, going. That's a little but yeah, premature. Okay. A little premature. Uh, what specifically has made him a, a more dangerous passer this year? Uh, you know, I, I think the, the the thing that is the most obvious watching the tape is, and, and again, this this seems like a cop out kind of 
generic, non-specific answer, but it's it's the confidence. It's 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 him stepping up into the pocket and delivering the ball in the middle of the field and and expecting his wide receiver to make the play for him. Now, I think you know, you mentioned his his interceptions are are up up are up from where they usually are. I think a lot of that is because Dak has at times been a very safe quarterback. I think this year he's learning, he's testing that risk first reward a little bit more, um, and he's and he's and he's willing, I think, to take a chance and and getting the ball in throwing the ball into the the gut of the defense uh, because he trusts his wide receivers more this year. Um, uh, I, I, yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's a lot of things. I think it's. Uh, his his personal improvement, his throwing motion improvement, his his, his throwing motion is a lot more compact. It feels like this year, I trust his wide receivers. His, his wide receiver core is as good as it's been. In, in, I mean, ever probably. Um, and and I think that the the transition from going to a Romo centered offense to a now Dak centered offense is complete with the change of the offensive coordinator. And um, I think, you know, you're seeing a guy that's getting a lot of synergy from the wide receiver core coming together with play calling coming together, coming with his own talents all at the same time. It's just a kind of a nexus of all those things flowing into him right now. And, 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 and I think that's what's kind of booing his play. I mean, I think all those things combined, it, I think any, any one of those individual things, getting a better wide receiver core, getting a, 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 a scheme that, that matches your skill set, um, and, and a personal improvement in, in your craft. I think any one of those individually could give you improvement. The fact that he's getting kind of all three of those at once, uh, I think is what's accounting for the kind of incredible jump that we none of us really kind of fully expected. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to play a little game with Dak Prescott. Uh, you're going to love this, so we'll be right back. All right, Landon, just really quickly, I, I want you to answer this one kind of off the top of your head. Uh, for the next three years, how many quarterbacks would you rather have than Dak Prescott? Uh, I, I can think of at least two, but I want to know how many ones would you take over Dak Prescott? Is Trevor Lawrence gonna be, be in, in this? Uh... <laughs> no, let, let's not count. Let's not count okay. any of those guys. Lawrence. Yeah, is I, I was. I was a joke show, anyway. So yeah. Okay. How, how many quarterbacks in the league right now would you take over Prescott from now until two thousand what twenty one twenty two? So I only get them from now until then. Okay. Yes. Um, I'll give you a couple. You just tell me yes or no. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, that, that's probably easier. easier. Okay, yeah. Patrick, Patrick yes. Mahomes. Uh, yes, I'd take. Okay, so am I saying yes, i take them? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. You take, yes, you take them okay, over yes. Prescott. Okay, Russell Wilson. Yeah. I'll say yeah. I, I love Russell, so yes, I will say yes. I'll, I mean, but, I'm, but I, I've hesitated there as much as I've ever hesitated there, I think. Yeah, yeah, and Russell's having a Yeah, he is. That's why it's, I have to say yes. Uh, these ones get a little closer. Uh, this one's tough for me. Deshaun Watson. Yes, I, but but only barely, just because I'd love to see what happens if somebody actually protected that kid. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Watson is incredible. So we're at three right now. Aaron Rodgers. No. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, after that, it gets dicey. Uh, Matt Ryan. No. Yeah, Matt Stafford. No. I, Lamar yeah, no. Jackson. Uh, J- Jackson. Man, I, love Lamar. I, I don't. I, I yeah, I. I think it's uh, probably a push. That's the closest to a push to me. Okay. 
Uh, Carson no. Wentz. Kyler Murray. No. Jared Goff. No. Yeah, I mean, so you go through there. We have, what, there's four or five names at most that you're considering. Uh, and that's pretty impressive. It, it, that's why I never understood this idea. Uh, Cowboys shouldn't pay Dak because he's not a top 10, 12 quarterback. We just went through the names of the quarterbacks that are out there right now. And you're hard-pressed to find five better quarterbacks than Dak. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move on to a, a different topic. Let's talk about something else. I want to talk about the rest of the offense. I want to talk about the run game. Uh, it's been spotty some weeks. It was fantastic against Philadelphia. Not so great against uh, the Saints. Pretty good against the Jets. Pretty good against the Packers. Uh, what do you anticipate from this group over the second half of this season? And have you seen things on the All-22 that have you encouraged for what the Cowboys can do in the run game uh, over the next eight or nine weeks? Let's let's open this up to, to the offensive line because I because here's the thing like the one thing that I keep seeing that makes me excited is that when this offensive line is is healthy this is the best iteration this offensive line has had since Doug free was here and 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 maybe yeah. better than that that offensive I agree line. Um, I was I was t- texting with a friend of the pod John owning and I, we, I, I, I'm trying to remember exactly how we worded it, but I, we were talking about uh, how Lael Collins is playing. And, it's ridiculous. Oh, and actually, I just found it. It says, in just this season, and this is, you know, this is obviously just a feeling of what I came up with. In just this season, he has equaled his previous career totals in games I outplayed Tyron Smith. Yeah, it's true. It I really mean, is. he has played at a level that uh, I mean, he's usually nowhere near Tyron Smith because almost no one is. But Leo Collins has played like one of the best tackles in all of football this this season. And that's not that's not a bad thing on no, Tyron either. No, it's not like Tyron no, Tyron's been great. Yeah, Tyron's been great when he's been healthy. Outside he's the, been out, out, yeah, as I say outside the Eagles game because he clearly wasn't healthy. No, but but even then, that was an incredibly admirable, you know. Uh, uh, game because i mean he he was him at 75 percent is still better than any backup tackle in the league you know and so uh i think yeah that but going back to what we were talking about i think that leo collins and tyron smith when when they're healthy and they're going to hopefully get some time to get healthy uh connor williams is 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 still the fifth best offensive lineman on this line on this line but he's better than most any of the fifth best offensive linemen we've had uh I don't think that Frederick's still back to pre-sickness uh, Frederick, but he's on his way there, and he's certainly way better than most centers in the league. And Zach Martin is still Zach Martin. And I think right now what you're seeing is that when this offensive line is healthy uh, and they're on their game, like they are close to unstoppable uh, or <laughs> close to unbeatable. I think that the, the Dak is not taking the sacks that he uh, was taking the previous year. Part of that is, you know, obviously around – uh, his ability to get up there and throw the ball and, and his his ability to get rid of it sooner and not taking as many sacks. But I think the protection is generally better. Uh, and then in the mm-hmm. run game, like you were talking about, I think that the, the issues have been, uh, when they've been injured, they've, they've struggled at times. They've run into a couple teams that have been focused on on uh, on stopping the run, and then when they, they couldn't shift to the game to beat them another way it, it it kind of rolled out of control but i still think that it, what we saw from zeke last week and with the even a you know a 75 percent tyron smith and i don't know how many percentage of Lael collins 
uh, I, I think Zeke looks to be back into regular season shape now. Like he was running a, a different way last, last week or last Sunday. Um, Man, and I man. think that the offensive line is going to get a lot healthier coming back from the bye. Uh, we, we may see the, uh, the running game go to a, a different level, at least as far as efficiency goes. Uh, and, you know, hopefully uh, with a turn towards more passing and kind of mixing up the formations and the looks of running, uh, it's going to even further increase the efficiency. Well, and the hope, too, is that as the Cowboys become a, a more efficient run team and as they be, you know, as Kellogg Moore learns how to call games, uh, the offense as a whole gets better. Uh, throughout the NFL history, this is something that we tracked all the way back to 1970, uh, the yards per carry by running backs goes up every single month of the season. So as we get into November and December, I would fully expect – Elliott to continue to be productive and be more productive, especially if Tyron and Lyle, you know, get healthy over the next couple of weeks. And, you know, listen, even guys like Zach Martin, I, I know that he's playing at a high level, but he's dealing with a back injury. It's probably going to be nice to have him uh, come off the bye week. And Frederick has obviously been, you know, still recovering there. So the hope is that you get your offensive line healthy uh, and the running game continues to, to pick up its pace. Um, let's take one more quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about the defense. All right, Landon, the Cowboys defense has been very spotty through the first seven weeks of the season. Some games they look really good, like in the Saints game and the Eagles games. Uh, then the other games, you know, against the Packers and the Jets, it's been not so good. Uh, what are your expectations for this defense over the next, you know, eight, nine weeks? Do they have things they can clean up? Or is it possible that they can fix some of these mistakes and holes they have as a unit, especially inside a defensive tackle? I think the defensive tackle is the spot. You know, I mean, I think that's the one. And really, you know, after watching a little bit more, it just feels like it's it's a depth issue at this point. You know, with, with um, you know, with, with especially now that Crawford is, is gone, um, I just don't know that you have the toughness that you need uh, at, at some of those interior spots all the way down. I think I like Covington a lot and I like Woods and I think that that's going to, that definitely helped that situation. Now that Woods seems to be back to full strength, um, it, you know, for the one technique. I, I mean, I, I, want to give Tristan Hill all the snaps we can, but I mean, he, I just don't know that he's ready to play the run in the NFL yet. You know? Okay. Can I give you, can I give you a name? Cause I saw this one floated out there. What about Terrell McClain? He yeah. I saw that he got day. released. I don't, I don't know what his deal is though. And I haven't seen him play football this year. At least I saw, I remember last year when he wasn't, he was, he was still with Atlanta last year. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I, I saw him play and, it, and he looked, yeah, I mean, he looked good. I don't know. I don't know what his status. It feels like that. It feels like that would be a good guy to have as your fourth defensive tackle, yeah. right? Because he can play both the one and the three. You wouldn't have to play Tristan Hill. You could still start Woods and Collins, right? And then you could rotate in Covington and and McLean. Doesn't that make some sense? Yeah, I mean, I think you're you're definitely you're kind of in a weird spot because you're you're looking for somebody with a little bit more toughness, you know, at, at the three. You, I mean, you're looking for someone who can handle the run because I think – and the problem is, but you also need someone who can rush the passer. Like, you need like you need another really good three technique. Like, it's not – so it's – I mean, Terrell McClain, I think, could do that at one point. Um, but I just 
I don't know if he's still that guy. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I, I think they need they need a guy like people talk about Daniel Wise, and I and I'm and I'm like I just don't think he I don't yeah. I mean that's he, he may. He's not, not ready. ready for that in the same way that Tristan Hill's not necessarily ready for it. You know, no. it's just it's it's a tough position to play right out of the box in, in the NFL, and I and I think it requires a level of just pure strength to kind of, especially in the run game when you got to sit in your gap uh, and, and maintain that gap integrity while people are pushing on you. It's it's a tough job. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be interested to see if the Cowboys make a move. Not a big one. I know some people are saying they should go after a Geno Atkins or, you know, a Gerald McCoy no. or somebody like... No, I, yeah, I don't expect don't. that. Uh, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they sniffed around for, you know, a guy that maybe cost them a sixth or seventh round pick, more of a depth piece rather than a starter. Would that surprise you? No, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I don't think it would. Like, I just think if he was a nice, young, rotational, you know, interior guy... I mean, especially since... You know, I don't know. I mean, having watched this, I don't know how much we can 100% trust Malik Collins is going to resign after this year. I mean, he's been good, but like, he hasn't. Do you, do you want to resign him at the number that he's going to probably want? Because my answer right now is probably I no. Don't, yeah, I mean, I got to see what else he does for the rest of the season. Like, if he can rack up a whole, whole bunch of sacks, then maybe. But I mean, I we definitely need to see more consistent play from him especially in the run game because we can't I mean this team just can't afford for him to play the run the way he was playing it specifically versus the Jets and the Packers I agree uh really quickly let's let's talk about the linebackers uh they're another you know group that's been hit or miss depending on the week uh, I thought Van Resch played pretty well on uh on Sunday against the uh Eagles I thought Jalen Smith played well but you watched the Packers game and those two struggled uh, you watched the Jets game, and those two guys didn't play very well. Uh, what do you expect from these linebackers going forward? I, you know, I think that I think that they'll be fine. I mean, they, I think their play has evened out as the season's gone on. I think that Jalen was the one that was I I was nervous that was kind of just up and down a little bit, but I think his game has evened out a little bit, uh, and he's played well these last few games. I think. I mean, I. He's been, you know, he's been physical. He's been a force. I mean, he's he's the high variance player. You know that he's the he's he's mm-hmm. the guy that creates, and and so, um, you know, we need him to. We need that level of volatility to a certain degree. Um, it's it's Leighton that is the one that needs to be reliable, and I think that's when, that was when it was a struggle was when we couldn't rely on Leighton at times. I think he's been better about that, and if he comes back from the stinger, okay. Then yeah, I expect them to play well. I, even Sean Lee, I and mean, we haven't had a chance to talk about this, but I think Sean Lee had a fantastic game. Uh, on yeah, that was the best Sunday. game I've seen him play in a long time. He probably would have had a pick six to end that thing too if he had just uh, you know held on to that football. But I mean, I'm pretty sh- which I'm shocked that I I've never seen him drop a pass before. In I know. My life. That, that was I know he has some of the best hands on the team. I uh, I'm pretty sure that like that last drive, I, did he make something like four tackles in a row? Yeah, the Cowboys credited him with 11 tackles in that yeah. game. And he didn't Fantastic start. for him. So, I, yeah, I just feel like, you know, I kind of think that this ha- – I could be wrong, but I kind of feel like this kind of happened last year. Maybe the lows weren't as bad, but I feel like – no, maybe they – I think they kind of were. I, I really feel like the, the defense got a lot better as the season went on. Like, I, I just feel like they, they – as they've gotten the repetition, as they've got the reps in their full speed, uh, they're playing a lot better faster and a lot better and they like they're they're playing on their cues a lot quicker so 
I, I have I have confidence that I think that this team the defense is on an upward trend and that they you know they need to figure some things out at, at you know defensive tackle they need to figure uh you know their safety situation out um, so they can get because they have talent beneath them that I think that they should try to get on the field and I'm not just talking about Wilson I I think uh, God I always forget the Boise State safety's name. Uh, Thompson. Uh, Thompson, yeah, Darian Thompson, because it's Darian Thompson. But uh, I always, I always, I think that that they he's shown that he's got some talent. So I, I think they have talent at safety that they can probably deploy and you know like develop a defensive tackle. They've got a rookie who I think is not going to get any stronger until he gets an off season to get get in there and get stronger, and and mm-hmm. uh, you know a, a, some guys at one technique. And now you're relying on a guy at three technique who was a beast and it continues to be a beast at times, but is not playing consistently. And that's, that's what scares you. Yeah. I'll finish up with this thought about the Cowboys defense. Uh, I think last year we kind of forget that uh, their defense was very up and down, very similar to what we saw last year. You know, there were stretches where they gave up, you know, 19 points to the Texans, good seven points to the Jaguars, uh, 20 to the Redskins. And then they had stretches where, you know, they gave up 28 points at home to the Titans. Uh, they gave up 23 points to the Colts. And then they had a game against the Saints where they only gave up 10. So it, it was just a, a very hit or miss season. It's probably going to be the same for the Cowboys this year. There's going to be games where they give up points in the mid 20s. There's going to be ones maybe against the Giants next week where they only give up 13 points. You, you just never know. This is the way the defense is in the modern NFL. So we'll see how they, they perform. Hopefully, the bye week, they can get some of these guys healthy. Uh, and we'll see how it goes. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.